Amy uh, has the gift of leading worship. And isn't that something like to really view like I was using my skill sets, tools, mouth on a stage to worship and facilitate worship. And then she transitions to the quiet space and she's still facilitating worship, but just for really an audience of one. So I just, yeah, I think your bigger picture, the discipline you entered in unwillingly, honestly, was was rest for your soul because it was weary. Mm -hmm. Um, But look at what the Lord yielded. And it goes back to your first thought, like, because you were able to trust him, were you able to say yes to a really hard um, laying down of something that you love? Welcome to Divine Table Talk with your friends, Mallory and Jamie. Okay, uh, tag, you're it. So uh, these, again, Jamie teased out, these mini episodes are really fun because we're praying. Uh, you're learning to trust us, even through uh, listening to our stories and voices and who are these women I'm going to devote uh, a listening ear to? So uh, we're stepping into this theme of vocation and expertise, and I would just say also put in their passion. Um, okay, so Jane, give us your genesis. Uh, now you're here, sitting in this chair, but how did you get here in the realm of vocation? Well, I sort of wanted to start out this one by saying, you know, I'm not a biblical scholar, meaning I don't have, I I went to a Christian college, I got a degree in um, Christian thought in English, and then music was a part of that. And and so, I mean, I have some, but I'm not a theologian, meaning I don't have a master's. That's not in true. Th- I'm so sorry. I just leaned <laughs> in on the mic to like, just really let you know this. Okay. I want to say that in in the world's terms because i want to say this because women out there who are listening to to this podcast and they might tune into divine table talk and that's okay that was the laundry going off um they might think i just don't have the and there she goes mallory's gone but i don't have the biblical background to be able to study the word of god and get to know jesus because I don't have the degree, because I don't have, you know, all the training, because I'm not a pastor, I don't have the ability to really dig down deep and get to know God. And I want to say that is not true. It is not true. Um, so my background a little bit, I told you about college. From college, I went to an internship. My husband and I did an internship for one year um, where we got paid just such a tiny, tiny, tiny amount um, in today's standards anyways, but we were so happy. We just loved what we did. From the internship, we got hired on at our church and my husband started doing graphic design at that point. I did worship um, and I would write. I mean, it was great. I did uh, worship for youth and for adults and we worked at that place I think for about 13 years at that church. And that was the church that I grew up with and grew up in and where God just transformed me and grabbed a hold of my heart. So it was beautiful. From there, um, when I was in my early 30s, we decided to follow some dear friends out here to help launch a church. And we prayed about it for months. We fasted. We brought our pastors in on the decision and 
Um, it was a wonderful, faith-filled, miraculous walk to come out here. One of the hardest things that I've ever done is leaving all of my family to come out here and to help launch a church. And that was butterflies and roses in my imagination, you know, what I thought. But then when you get here and your feet are on the ground and you don't know anyone and you parachute into a new place where you're just unknown. I mean, it was so much work, so much work that really tested my faith in the Lord um, and really tested my belief in him. So I worked there um, at a volunteer level and then as well on staff for about 10 years. And I recently transitioned off this year in January off of full-time staff um, because as I looked at that role and what God was doing in my heart, I knew God was asking me to release it, number one. So that was obedience. And number two, I knew that that role needed more than what I could give. And man, that takes courage to admit. Let's just say it takes courage to admit that. But I would say that that decision was the hardest decision of my life. Hands down, hardest. Um, to release something that you love and, you know, that has brought fulfillment, but you know that God's asking you to release it because partially it wasn't bearing the fruit in me personally because I was doing so much and because it was more than what I knew God was asking me to do. Um, it wasn't reaping love, joy, peace, patience in my own personal life. So have, to have the courage to say, God, I'm going to lay this down and trust that if you ever want me to pick it back up again, you will make a way, but I'm laying it before you and I'm giving it to you, and I'm going to follow you obediently um, on this road ahead, was crazy, took crazy courage. So um, this past year then has been one of the deepest, richest times in my walk with the Lord, hands down, leading me up until this point where we are, you know, doing a podcast about the Word of God, which um, I'm also writing books. I have a couple books that are coming out in 2024, and two technically three that are already written and have been published. And it has been such a journey of faith, of adventure. But but let me tell you this, for, for the woman out there who you're like, I just don't know if I can let that thing go. Basically, I don't know if I can trust God enough with my vocation to do the miraculous in my obedience even despite my work and effort. So that's a big statement there. But the reason that you aren't saying yes to God is because you don't trust that his plans for you are good. And I just want to say I was in that same spot. I was like, how can I step out of ministry? This is what I'm called to. I have a position here. And I was working with um, some of my best friends in the entire world that I respect and love. But I knew that God's hand wasn't on it for the season into go into their office and say, um, this is what I feel like God is speaking. I need to release this. But at the end of the day, God was asking me in my time with him, do you trust me enough to release this thing and to follow me obediently and trust that this ministry dream or whatever that you have in your heart, some of the things that I've put there, I am more than capable of doing with your obedience rather than your sacrifice and your giving more. Um, and that was a lesson 
that I will take with me till I die. And so um, I just want to, I do, I really want to encourage someone out there that sometimes being effective for Jesus, all the time it's obedience, but many times that effectiveness and that obedience asks, God asks you to sacrifice and to do less, not more. Yeah, I'm going to jump in. I just, jump, by no coincidence, I think uh, something that Jamie's sharing is this year invited new um, undesired rest. Yes. So Tim Keller, who he's, I mean, uh, his words are, his his style of writing is a little bit harder to read. But if you sit with his words slowly, I think you will yield so much truth. Um, but he writes, and this is kind of in tandem with Jackie Hill Perry. He's commenting on Sabbath, mm-hmm. right? And he, he says this, um, I just, I have to echo kind of what you're saying, because what Jamie's hint, like highlighting is she said yes, really to rest. And this is what happened. Okay. So Tim Keller writes, we are also to think of Sabbath as an act of trust. Yes. God appointed the Sabbath to remind us he is working and resting to practice Sabbath is a disciplined and faithful way to remember that you are not the one who keeps the world running, um, who provides for your family, not even the one who keeps work projects moving forward. Then Jackie Hill Perry says, it's a way to steward our entire selves. Rest reorients us. Rest is worship. And I think I would just, we'll end on this. Jamie uh, has the gift of leading worship. And isn't that something like to really view like, I was using my skill sets, tools, mouth on a stage to worship and facilitate worship. And then she transitions to the quiet space and she's still facilitating worship, but just for really an audience of one. So I just, yeah, I think your bigger picture, the discipline you entered in unwillingly, honestly, was was rest for your soul because it was weary. Mm -hmm. Um, but look at what the Lord yielded and it goes back to your first thought, like, because you were able to trust him, were you able to say yes to a really hard, um, laying down of something that you love? Yeah. And it's been, I mean, it's been amazing. You know, one last thought, because sometimes I think in order to be effective in God's kingdom, we think that we need to do more. And I just want to say that even if the thing looks amazing, even if it's God honoring, even if like, you know, people are coming to know the Lord, if God hasn't called you to it, he will not give you the grace to it. And, and the grace and the miracle comes with alignment and obedience to God. And so you got to trust the Holy Spirit and you got to follow him. And then you got to trust that he's going to bring you to that place of promise that he has for you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope it encouraged your heart and helped create a hunger in your life to study God's Word. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend, leave your ratings and reviews, and engage with us through social media. We would love to hear from you.